2020 was a hell of a year, or a year of hell, or just a year. But luckily we had beer. Cold beer, hoppy beer, hazy beer, dark beer. Even the worst beer is still better than 2020. This week, we are talking about beer. More importantly, the year in beer. Hello and welcome everyone to uh, Drinking Geek Out, a show where we drink beer and geek out. I'm your host, Dustin, and alongside of me is... I am Saf, and with me is... Keith, and with me is... Pale, and with me is... Uh, nobody. Oh. <laughs> I'm all by myself. That's good. That's good. I was looking around. I don't have any cats in here either, which is really strange because we got Louie in frame. Not Louie. Spock's up there. I thought I saw Louie back there as well. Nope, just Spock. Louie was. I took him out to the couch. Oh. Ah. Well, there goes my best friend. But yeah, Spock- I had a cat in here. Oh, I do in the, in the corner. Nice. So I do have one person or one. <laughs> we got one furry person. <laughs> <laughs> and a furry person with me. <laughs> right. Um, but aside from animals, we do have beer with us. So this episode is about beer. It is about the year in a beer for everything we've done this year to help support our local communities and keeping their beer industry alive. Uh, but we also have a beer that we're going to talk about, uh, featuring in this episode is the hop series from beer brewery. It is a hop, hop gummy. Oh yeah. The hop gummy series. It is a double dry hop New England, so I'm pretty excited about that. And then on the other end of the spectrum, what do you what beer do you guys have? We have the Mango Oberon from Bell's Brewery. Oh nice. Sounds delicious. But before we get into all that, uh what have you guys been watching or playing lately? Uh I guess I'll go first. Uh I watched Wonder Woman. Anybody seen that? Oh I have. Nope. Besides Pale. Uh yep, I did. Uh well, I guess what did you guys think? Oh, I enjoyed it. It was uh it, it was campy. Um but it, it was good. I liked it. Uh there was enjoyed, a lot. Oh, go ahead. I was just going to say I enjoyed moments of it, but overall I did not enjoy the thing. Say <laughs> so my only knock was the uh slow pace of the movie for like the first hour really and then um and then it started to pick up a little bit, like when uh, Max Lord's like story developed more. Yeah, um, yeah. But I feel like but, even though this isn't a Wonder Woman movie or discussion, I feel like the slowdown was I feel a little bit masterful because you don't really know what's going on. They don't know what's going on, and so they're just kind of figuring things out. And then all of a sudden, once they start figuring out what's going on, is when things start happening and start developing and. Uh, I could be completely hmm. wrong, but it's just, I don't know. It's better uh, than Justice League. I've, I've never seen it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I liked. I enjoyed it more than Justice League. Yeah, uh, I heard okay. a lot of comparisons like, to uh, like the Richard Donner Superman movies. Like there was a lot of like inspiration pulled from those movies with 
like Clark Kent, like, and then because you see Diana Prince as herself, like, a lot in the movie. Um, mm-hmm. And like, there was just like moments of her. I don't, I don't want to spoil it really, but there was some moments where you're like, oh, that's kind of like uh, Christopher Reeve Superman, you know, like, which was kind of cool. And those movies were pretty slow as well, but yeah, uh, I guess the pacing wasn't my issue it was more the plot overall like it was just the rules of the wishes were very confusing to me and um she used her lasso a lot more in this which was fine but i thought i was watching a spider move spider-man movie <laughs> at some points because she's just swinging around with a lasso like 90 percent of the time when she's fighting i have a uh, same thought same comparison but i'm not spoiling anything because keith still needs to watch it <laughs> keith doesn't care <laughs> I, I don't ever care <laughs> Maybe by next year's movie review, I'll get to it. <laughs> <laughs> I know because it's going to come off of the the HBO platform like at the end of this month, and then you'll have to probably wait seven or eight more months before you can get a Blu-ray copy. So or, it might be like well into like late summer, or you before just you get a chance to see it. Log in or just my, go to the theater, or log into my Plex server. <laughs> Oh, Shit, that I too. Have never done so. It's true. <laughs> <laughs> it's how I watched it. And I guess, spoiler here, if you don't want to hear it, take your headphones off. Um, nobody, not one person wishes for peace on earth or anything. Like, it just keeps getting worse and worse. <laughs> and not one person will say, I wish greedy. this wasn't happening anymore. Greedy wishes. Yeah. That's the point. Everybody's though. like scared for their life, but nobody will wish it any other way. I wish you just dropped dead. <laughs> that was <laughs> All right, moving on. And uh, yeah, this isn't a, a, this is not a Wonder Woman episode. <laughs> We're never yeah. gonna do a Wonder Woman episode. <laughs> I think we should. Moving on. Unfortunately, I write all the outlines. <laughs> <laughs> this is true. <laughs> Uh, oh, is it my turn? Yeah. Or are we just taking Wonder Woman across the board or give <laughs> Keith the chance to do something? Keith um, <laughs> well, I got I've something playing. in not watching. <laughs> <laughs> oh, pale. I've been playing. Um, I went back to Breath of the Wild and I got the DLC. Nice. Um, oh, I still need to do that. Which is the Master Sword Trials which is very yeah, weird experience and the champion's ballad, which I beat pretty quickly. That one was pretty neat. It, they definitely were a challenge. The it's a step up from the rest of the game. And yeah, I have not beat the master sword trials yet because it's kind of like the uh, Island that you go to and they take all your supplies oh, yeah. and everything away and you start with nothing. There's three rounds in the Master Sword Trials. There's beginner, intermediate, and then advanced. And they're like 16 rounds. You start with nothing. And you have to go all the way through um, and beat it. And you can't save it. So you have to sit down in one setting to get it all done. Um, And if you die, you have to start all the way back, either at the beginning of the beginning trials, whatever trial set that you're in, you got to go all the way back to the beginning round and redo the whole thing. So it's a bit of a challenge, but it's fun. So that's what I've been playing. So I'll just keep mine quick. Uh, another DC movie slash show. I finished Stargirl. Oh, uh, yeah. Uh, it was campy. 
like Wonder Woman. Um, I think it was like 13 episodes, but it was, it, it moved like fairly quickly. I felt like, um, and kind of like the CW shows. Yeah. It's, it's like on the same level as Supergirl. Probably the villains were okay, but I was more the, the justice society of America, like them, like recreating that. Cause like, there's a lot of connections between like the new justice society and then like the old ones. So they're like, it was more interesting just seeing them rebuild that team. And, uh, I thought it was pretty good. The old justice society was on legends of tomorrow, a bunch of episodes. So I'm wondering if that they're connected. Yeah, you'll probably, you'll, you'll see the connections. Nice. Uh, for me, uh, aside from getting caught up on some of the link games, I, I did buy breath of the wild for the Wii U. Uh, and just kind of played some of the earlier ones on emulators that I have. Uh, aside from all that, because we're going to get into that next year when we do our Link 35th anniversary episodes, so it's going to be super exciting. Uh, one of the things that I watched, at least for the last couple days uh, with my wife, has been Cake Wars. And <laughs> we've been we've been skipping a lot of the, I don't know, weird episodes. But a lot of these episodes are basically designed cakes around... Super cool, nerdy shit. So one of mm. like the episode that I saw first, and I was like, "Oh, this is interesting." It was like a DC one. So they basically have you build a cake around DC characters and doing stuff. Uh, one of the other ones that I watched, there was a a, a Star Wars one. So they made it's like the challenge was either go light side or you go dark side with the ingredients you pick. Either you make a Yoda or you make a Darth Vader type of thing, uh, and then you design, uh, you know a big giant display cake that went on the premiere of the uh, Star Wars game that just came out. But I don't know when this was recorded. Just Rogue came out. Squadron? Yeah. Maybe. No, it was, it was prior to that. It's like imaginations. No. Or, yeah. So it was, this is a while ago. Uh, another one that was, uh, that they had was um, like a Hello Kitty episode. Uh, I only bring that one up because uh, Catherine McNamara was the celebrity guest just, judge. And if you guys remember her, she was Felicity Smoke's daughter. Mia oh, Smoke okay. and the new oh, Arrow yes. stuff. And so they just have celebrity guests like they had, you know, animators or vice presidents of associations uh, associated with Star Wars. The last one that we watched before we uh, did, you know, festivities for the uh, New Year stuff was our Captain America one, which was really neat for me. Cool. Uh, and so, yeah, it just kind of, it's interesting to watch, you know, Food Network to see them do things that bring our culture back to the for, the, the, the front, you know? So it doesn't, mm-hmm. I don't feel as weird it- liking this shit, you know? <laughs> <laughs> Is that streaming on like Hulu or something? Yeah, it's on Hulu. Okay, I'll have to check that out because we watched like all the ones on Netflix, like Nailed It and Sugar Rush and mm-hmm. British Bake Show or whatever it's called. Yeah, yeah we we <laughs> do our we've done our cycle for uh, on Hulu, so we watched you know Guys Grocery Games or the Halloween Bake Off or you know yeah, things like the Halloween that. Halloween one is good. Yeah, and so eh, 
It's not for me. I, I don't bake. <laughs> I don't I don't cook that. You know, I make the food, but I don't you know I don't go extravagant. But it's interesting to see what people can come up with in short periods of time, and compete. And especially if it's going to be nerdy stuff. That's yeah. That's a takeaway. It's it's mm-hmm. fun. Cool. It's fun for the most part. The rest Cake. of it's kind of like um kind of you know just these cake people and their personalities <laughs> put on edge nerve-wracking <laughs> yeah <laughs> it always bothers me when they like throw a whole cake in the trash because they messed something up i'm like you just wasted so much food I'm like i'd eat that cake yeah <laughs> so like one of them uh they're trying to make i think like sheet rock but like fire out of like you know rock candy or whatever that they're mm-hmm. gonna like put on the cake and like she ran into her mother and she dropped it and then yelled at her mother about it. Why are you standing there? Yeah. Why are you, why are you standing running to me? Why are you standing where I had you standing doing what you need to be doing? (laughs) Fucking idiot. I bet she, I bet she scolded the shit out of her when she got home. You're 24 years old. You do not talk to me like that. I I held my tongue because I didn't want to embarrass you in front of your friends. (laughs) (laughs) personalities i tell you what yeah yeah. (laughs) but all right now let's get to our beer all right so i have a fancy fancy glass that's one of those beer brewery glasses it is yeah i've got one of those too but i just use my drinking geek out glass yeah i was going to but then i was like oh i have a beer episode might as well put it in there yeah we got these when we were there with uh nda on tap app or whatever just can you scan this code for us real quick? Thank you. Yeah, that's right. Free glass just for downloading this app. Yeah, it was awesome. Uh, but what we put into the cup or glass is much more important. It is the Hop Gummy Sultana, uh, 5% ABV, 35 IBUs, which is the 35 millimeter, right? The 35 mm, which is the... Yep. A film gauge most commonly used for motion pictures. Something we talk about sometimes. Sometimes. We talked about one in the opener fucking forever. (laughs) (laughs) It's the last time we'll talk about it. (laughs) It really is. DC will not be mentioned. Nope. All right. (laughs) So the can says it's a double dry hop New England IPA, and that's what we have on untapped. Good. Okay. Perfect. And it says, this sweet and juicy treat is packed with the dankest of Sultana hops. So they uh, they have a couple of these beers. I was able to have one other, and I was totally hoping to buy cans of it, but they had never canned them, or at least didn't release the cans. But it was uh, the Hop Gummy Citra, I think. So it was. Yeah, there's a few of them that popped up when I was looking for this. Yeah. So, untapped. So it's pretty exciting to be able to try them. I'm upset that they never canned them. I'm, I keep looking. Beer is slowly becoming one of my favorite breweries, uh, if it hasn't already. Uh, but the, this one is the the Sultana. Uh, it also says on the can, sit back and enjoy the gummy ride. That's right. Unfiltered, unpasteurized, keep refrigerated. Beer brewery, taste our awesomeness. It's got like a yellow background kind of a simpsons yellow with some little hand-drawn gummy bear looking fellas that's why i was a fan little gummy they got bears. like lightning bolts on their oh. on their feet and hands 
it kind of just looks like clothing or at least contrast Maybe. like supposed to like show like yeah hey these are gummy bears i don't know <laughs> uh but that's 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 about it right you have this label with the logo what five you know four gummy bears on it and then a description mm-hmm. i don't know this light is family owned to i like how the the gummy bears have like baby fat rolls on their legs yeah <laughs> that's, yes, that's I do. Cute, to be honest. I like chunky it. little bear. Yeah, chunky little baby bears. <laughs> little baby bear. The can also says 3.5 SRM, so I mean it told us what the SRM is. I guess we'll have to see about that. Apparently it's somewhere between a hairy snitch and a scorpion. Yes. <laughs> Big fan. Can we finally say it? No. <laughs> <laughs> snitchy scorpion snitchy scorpion <laughs> we get a good look at it i mean that's kind of where i i would put it as yeah. well based on my lighting yeah i have one of those ring lights that i that i have that i bought that is mm-hmm. without the ability to adjust my camera settings it gets a little too bright if i have it turned up all the way yeah mm-hmm. it's gonna okay. blast out your it'll make your beer look white yeah oh man <laughs> i know <laughs> You can the get a tan with lighting. I'm sitting. I'm sitting in like the dark over here. When you turn that light up, yeah, I know. I'm. I can't see now. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but yeah, no, I for sure. I honestly probably think it's lower than that, though. Judging by how milky it looks, at least. Not on the the camera. It looks pretty clear on the camera, but it it kind of I don't know. It looks paler than like a three and a half. I don't know what Saf is seeing. I could just be dumb. I don't know. But, I mean, my room is much darker, so I was gonna say it's like a four. But oh uh, yeah, if I hold it up against like the darkness, my old friend tells me it's about a four as well. <laughs> so yeah, I mean Hello, darkness. Is it? Is it? Can we? Can we? Can we say three? Do it. It's a fucking Let's hairy. It. It's a fucking hairy snitch, boys. <laughs> <laughs> a fucking hairy snitch. Yes. <laughs> we fi- we're, we finally are able to get it, and I'm being absurd about it. <laughs> <laughs> you push for it every episode. I do. I try mm-hmm. real hard. I try. Try to talk him out of it. <laughs> it's usually a win. Oh, it's kind of interesting okay, smells, smell. I was going to say, it smells hoppy. Yeah, it kind of smells skunky, though, a little bit. Yeah, the can smells skunky. My glass doesn't smell as bad as the can does. My glass smells skunkier. The can smells hoppier for me. <laughs> like, oh, weird. Yeah, like I'm... You must have left something behind. I might have. Oh, I have something that I just poured in there. I don't know. <laughs> it's a big difference what I just poured in the, in the cup, but... <laughs> It's still, it's, uh, it smells like there was still like a little nugget in here when I was smelling it. But like in you the, you got to roll these bad boys. Yeah. But the can that I didn't, I didn't roll it. Let's be real. Uh, but the, like the, this mm-hmm. kind of smells a little bit skunky. I hope it doesn't taste that way. It doesn't. It doesn't. Mine taste doesn't. I've been, ta- I've been drinking while we were talking about. That's fair. I mean, that movie. Yep. That's fair. So I guess we'll just taste it to see if it's skunky or not. 
Oh, and I just Verdict is. I just ate what was in the bottom of the can. <laughs> oh no! <laughs> oh, gross! <laughs> it did say it's unfiltered, floating right on. I've had, I've had Extra worse. Hoppy. Yeah, I've, had, I've 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 eaten an actual hop before, so I had worse in my mouth. At least this one yep. was a was a brewed hop. Yeah, that's true. It does it does have a, a slightly off taste, I think. Yeah, it is. But a it's little, not bad. Uh, and that's probably just due to the age. Yeah, I was gonna say, it kind of tastes a little flat. Just mm-hmm. just a little flat. Um, it's still pretty crisp. When I poured it, there was a lot of head still. Uh, it has mm-hmm. settled a little bit. There's about like a, a millimeter of of head on there still. Uh, you can pretty much see on my glass, other than the little bit that I drank of it, the head was up there when I poured it. Uh, so about uh, a really big gulp, but I only sipped it. So it's pretty, you know, <laughs> a pretty big gulp. I mean, I don't know measurements of how much. I don't know, about a third of a cup. <laughs> it's a 7-Eleven big gulp. There's a nice, like, sweetness up front. Yeah. And then there's, like, that little off flavor that you're left with, mm-hmm. which I'm just going to go with that's age and uh, not something they did on purpose. Right. Um, try. I didn't check so this. I won't be in. too hard on that. I didn't. Yeah, I didn't check it in because I was keeping it for this. But I've had this on tap. And I've had two or three of the four packs of this because I enjoyed it. <laughs> um, this is the one of the first ones I got. Oh, dang. Um, so I have untapped open here, and there are 116 ratings with a 3.75 average. It's pretty, uh, pretty low for a NEPA. Yeah. That's more of the West Coast range is like the 375s. Yeah, it's not as hazy as these things can be. I'm still no. able to see like my finger on the other side of the glass. Right. It's it's blurry, but it's there. Right. I um I kind of wish I had a little bit more experience with a sultana. Maybe that would right uh change how I feel about the taste. Because if you know if every sultana has this little lingering bitterness to it, maybe it wouldn't be a shock to me. Tim W says a little simple, nice bitterness from the Sultana. So uh, Tim is familiar with Sultana. Yeah. And uh, he gave it a 3.75. Yeah. I was going to comment on that one too. I like his glass, even though it's a basic bitch my, uh, Miller glass. I do like it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> high life. The champagne of beers. Yeah. That's how you roll Miller high life. Yeah. So this person had a, Ooh, this is my location. Andy C had at the North location. I'm uh, not quite as impressed with this as I'd hoped to be. And he gave it a 375, but it's at my location, so it's perfect. Uh, Brad just took a picture of a dog's butt and didn't comment. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe that's his comment. This tastes like dog butt. Perfect. Give it a three and a half, so he's a fan of dog butts. Might be. At least doesn't hate him. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Mason, Mason E. had this at home. It looks like he rinsed the can first, <laughs> like he was like in the middle of recycling. He's like, "Oh shit, I forget to check this in. Let me take a picture real quick." I take a picture. 
Uh, he didn't write anything, but he gave it a three and a half. He did mark down the profile, uh, so I kept it. This is one of the first check-ins that I've actually noticed had someone fill out the flavor profile. Hoppy, smooth, dry hop. Uh, I can agree with all of those. It is pretty smooth. But again, I just said it was feels a little flat. Paul H. says, want to like it. The taste is like watered-down gummy bear beer. Gummy bear beer. And 2.75. So he wants to like it, but doesn't seem to. He doesn't like gummy bears, apparently. Gave it a little. watered down? I don't know. Maybe he was anticipating some vodka taste or something. <laughs> Colts coach, no, Colts couch crew. That oily beast of a hop sultana is showcasing hard here with its non-abrasive dankness piney resin and sweet juicy pineapple character love the complexity of sultana uh, and uh, 4.25 yeah i think i do see the little hints of pineapple there yeah, there's there is something there there's some citrus there but just not sure like that pineapple weird uh yellowish gummy bear mm-hmm. yellow clear my first beer of the new year, guys. Getting this going early. Get a badge. Uh, Checking mine in right now. Good. Well, then I'll get started. The can is a few months old. Would like to get a better taste of the Sultana hops for better reference. Uh, but I still give it a 375. Uh, mainly because I I remember liking it enough to buy it multiple times. And I remember you know, being on tap and wanting to buy it. So... There's that benefit. But this this taste right here kind of, I don't know, feels a little flat maybe. And I hate to make it, you know, ruin the rating, but I, th- I think uh, 375 is pretty fair still. Well, guess what? I also put it at a 375. Kind of, I was sticking with the untapped average based on, I'm this, the one I'm drinking is probably a 3.5, but I imagine it is better. I do like a lot of it. It's just, there's that light, slightly... Uh, off flavor, but overall, I'm uh, I would love to try this again in a fresher can. What you guys got? Onto our beer, we have the Mango Oberon from Bell's Brewery, and we've all I'm pretty sure we've all had regular Oberon before. Was at least I know Saf, you and I have. I don't know if you were there, pale or not, but when we first had it back when we first started drinking craft beer it wasn't too far from my house that we ended up drinking um quite a few of those oberons uh with the the wheat style that they have from bells i don't know i thought that was pretty good so i found this in july um over the summer i'm like oh mango oberon never heard of that before and reading a little press release about this that uh apparently it was just in the kalamazoo area only like a tap room only type beer for many years um, and a lot of fans were clamoring to get it sent to a larger distribution. So they did that this year. So this is the first time in 2020 that they did a mass release of this beer. Uh, Not quite worldwide, but wherever they distribute mostly in our area. Um, So that's pretty exciting. That's why I'd never seen it before. Like mango, not too bad. Um, So I thought I'd give it a shot. Comes in at five and a half percent ABV and twenty-five IBUs, which is uh, Pikachu on our Pokedex. I choose you. It's Pika. Yeah. 
The color and scent of a summer afternoon. Now with a mango twist, this limited release of your favorite summer beer just got a blast of real fruit. It's refreshing, easy drinking, and only here for a short time. And they weren't kidding. It disappeared, I think, the week after I bought it. Hmm. Um, I found it at Meyer. Um, yeah, I don't. I've never seen this bottle before, based on the pictures on Untapped. I don't know. Maybe we don't get it down here. No, the only one that I've ever seen was that uh, hazy IPA. I don't even see mm. like that light beer uh, that yep. you guys had. The no, that we had the mm-hmm. yeah, too hearted or lighthearted. I don't see that really official. That's the one I'm thinking of. Pale, you want to describe the bottle for us? Uh, sure. Um, so it's a twelve ounce bottle with a very bright orange label um at the top in cursive it says mango and uh you have the you know the usual sun face uh on the label yeah the the oberon symbol um and it says american wheat ale brewed with mango uh brewed and bottled by bell's brewery comstock michigan uh, so I like the colors. Uh, I like the like the light green mixed with like the bright orange. Like yeah, it, I was gonna say I like the contrast between that orange and green. Yeah, yeah. It looks like a mango because mm-hmm. there is the yeah. little picture of a mango. Same color yeah. underneath the mango tree. It is interesting on the back pale. I don't know if you saw it, it says shelf life six months. So we are just at the end of the shelf life Ooh. for this because it was packaged July second. So we are just there. Oh, I'm glad we're doing this now. And (laughs) I was like, I had no idea where it came from. I couldn't even remember you giving it to me. And I was like, I better just write it down. You know, maybe I can compare it. Yeah. One of those trades. There's still people checking in in two hours ago. So you're not the only ones. They're like, shit, we got to get this beer beer for 2020. It's an exclusive 2020 release. So wrap it up. What about the color, Pale? What do you think? Uh, let's see here. There's a lot of floaties in it. It's definitely unfiltered. All right. Whoa, 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 whoa. Pale, put yours back in frame. Did you see that at the bottom? Yeah. It also looks very orange in his screen and yellow in yours. Wow. (laughs) The lighting effects. Holy jeez. But look at those floaties. Look at those floaties. Oh, yeah. There's a nice little layer down there. Or at the bottom, it's like, it's like, orange juice like pulp it's mm-hmm. just like all sinking in the bottom that's what i was Gotta, like looking at do one of those swivel things to get that all yeah uh, moving around in there get a <laughs> or get a coffee stir i can get close Crazy. to pale's color when i'm off camera but definitely just <laughs> to show the two different style of light bulbs that we have because man yours is orange pale right i would definitely <laughs> change like my glowing. ranking so i so, don't know why like so what do you think? Like between I'm going to say you... about six. No, on his. But what's you, what do you think yours? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> That's what I was trying to go in between because his. <laughs> I don't know. I think looks a lot oranger than six. Right. We yeah. go with five. Tails, 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 tails. Pale. It's for me. Well, you can see mine pale. Obviously, yeah. That's nothing like that. So so yeah. What is was pale one? Does pale agree with pale's tails? Well, I'm leaning more towards a a six. 
Yeah, the hit. Me. I, I was gonna say his looks like a two. So <laughs> in that camera, but like I said, off camera, yeah, it does. If look, you, we can go with six. Okay, that cool. works. Nice. Star Fox. Star Fox. What's the smell you're getting, Pale? I don't know if you're adept to uh, mango, just grapefruit. I get definite mango smell off of it. Just yeah, I'm fruity. getting a lot of mango for sure. Uh, a little, maybe just a little bit of orange, but it's mostly, you know, like your typical citra smell. It's definitely mango up front, and then it fades into the typical Oberon. I will say the mango is more, it's about the same. I was going to say, it's it's a little bit stronger than when I first had this back in July. I thought it just tasted like normal Oberon, but the more I've been drinking this, the mango is a little bit more prevalent. So I don't know. Maybe it takes at the end of the six months for the mango to actually <laughs> start to show up. <laughs> yeah, it's. I haven't had a regular Oberon in several years, so it's, I know... Since 2019, according to my glass. Oh, so I did have one a year ago? Or, uh, uh, 2009. Yeah, 2009. 2009. Holy cow. That was the first time we had over. (laughs) Wow. I've had it since then. I think I picked it up and went to a party one time with it, like last year. Because they did not have any craft beer, so I wanted to take something that other people will enjoy. That's why I like Bells. They're still independent. One of the largest ones that are still yeah. independent. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I know it's not everybody's favorite because if you look at Untapped, out of 9,788 ratings, it only has a 3.6. So, below. A lot of the comments I saw, they were saying, I like the original better. Yeah. Yeah, I got a couple friends. Like, like that we said, to, uh, don't you dare Brad, say mine. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to leave it right now. Uh, Brad Penning gave it a three and a quarter. Uh, Doug Edgar, a 2.0. He said, I thought it was terrible, honestly. Funky flavor. Smells terrible. Not a fan at all. <laughs> Man does not like mangoes. Yeah, I don't think you're a mango fan. I don't. I'm not getting a terrible smell or a funky flavor. It just. I'm getting a good mango flavored like Oberon. I would say Doug has had some pretty good check-ins throughout the years, so I kind of trust his concern. Uh, I've had, I have Doug and I have Keith. That's about it for me, so. I got Mick Beer. He's, uh, I lost it. Uh, He gave, he didn't say anything. He gave it a three and a half. I don't have any friends. Oh, oh, and untapped. Let's say that's a <laughs> oh, okay, a reoccurring <laughs> joke. I think I'll stick with my original rating. Pale, if you're ready, I mean, I'll start, but I'll give you some time. While he's doing that, I'm gonna check to see if there's any um, anything that stands out in the comments. Uh, Frank said goodbye, 2020. Just drinking out of a <laughs> bottle. He didn't rate it. He just drinking it, I guess. Matt gave it a four. Uh, Christina J. Uh, tasty, weedy, slightly sweet. Already a fan of Oberon, so this is just extra. She gave it a four. She's drinking it out of a bottle. A couple pictures, nothing being said. A lot of threes, a lot of three and a halves. 
Mike J checked us in in December 30th and said, tastes like summer in Michigan, three and a half. So he doesn't like summers in Michigan. Got it. (laughs) (laughs) Summers in Michigan are probably pretty bad. They're probably just as cold. Tim Allen makes them sound amazing. (laughs) Yeah. Oh, yeah. Visit Michigan. (laughs) Michigan. Hillary G. Drinking this at home. She says, wheat beer, mango is good. Three and a quarter. David B. Said trash and gave it a point two five. Yeah, I just read his comments. I'm looking at all the stuff he drinks, and it's like, really? He's He's back and forth on a lot of these. Picture, I think. So, yeah. Matt is drinking this out of Mango's Mexican Grill, gets the mango Oberon, and he has Tom's picture from MySpace as his logo. He (laughs) says, because today was 75 degrees. He gave it a 375. I'm not really sure where he is. Good to go? All right, let's do, do it. Do you want to start or do you want me to? I'll I'll do mine because I it's I didn't I couldn't think of anything to write. Okay. So uh, I just gave it a 375. Uh, I thought it was pretty good. Uh, I do like mangoes. Uh kind of prefer like the the mango monkey from summit city which is more it's it's just more like mango forward i feel like and this one it's um it's a good variant of the oberon with trying to like maintain the the original oberon flavor with um i guess subtle notes of mango um but uh i don't i'm not too crazy about it but i thought it was pretty solid for what it was. I heard I like also six things that he could have written down out of what he said there. I know. <laughs> I just got to record it. Go back to the recording and retype it. Too bad. Uh, Untapped doesn't take audio check-ins. Ooh, that would be a nice upgrade. Um, I also gave it a 3.75 pale. Uh, okay. My original check-in, I said very subtle mango, <laughs> but this uh oh yes and hold them close that's all um, all four beers all four of us checked in our oh, beers at three nice. um i said subtle mango the first time around i think it's a little bit more prevalent this time um it stands out a little bit more but it definitely is a summer beer it's light it's easy drinking that's what oberon is so i think a lot of people going into this expect something fuller like an ipa something a little more full bodied but it's I mean, it's light, it's easy drinking, um, great summer citrus flavors. Um, I was a fan of the original Oberon, but I can see that throughout my years of drinking craft beer, it is kind of on the lower tier. There's nothing too special about it, but it was a great introduction to the first wheat beer. Um, so I don't know. I, I don't want to go any lower. I also don't want to go any higher, and I'm glad that they uh, gave this a chance. I'm sure it was better when they had it like tap room only. I'm sure the mangoes were a lot more fresh. Maybe they were local. Who knows? Um, and it could have been a little bit stronger in the flavor for mango. But um, kudos to them for actually distributing this and listening to the fans that really wanted it. So we'll see if they bring it back next summer or not. But overall, good beer. King of beer. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Let's talk about beer. Let's talk about beer. 
So this is our we drink. F- this is our first check-ins for 2021. So we will revisit that next year. Yeah, we remember that. <laughs> yep. All right. I would like to remind you that you can follow us on our Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram at Drinking Geek Out. You can check out our website at www.drinkinggeekout.com for updates on our pod, our blog, and the colorful reference models and the Geek IV references are there so you can actually know what the heck we're talking about. If you like the show, please like, comment, and subscribe uh, to the podcast and the uh, social media pages as well. Uh, feel free to reach out to us via email, drinkinggeekout at gmail.com with any comments, questions, and concerns uh, regarding the podcast. We also have a Patreon if you want to get on there. It's patreon.com slash drinkinggeekout. Uh, there's a few levels of you know support that you can do, especially giving show notes, uh, topics, and you know things like that, and a couple bonus episodes. Uh, you can also you know purchase T-shirts and all that jazz from us from our Threadless shop, which is drinkingeekout.threadless.com. We have masks, uh, anything like that. If any of our shirts or masks uh, that are centered around COVID uh, get purchased, we also are donating that to the No Kids Hunger Foundation. Back to the show. Um, I will say this. Usually when we do these year in review episodes, we talk about the movies and TV shows and stuff that we saw this year. Most of that was postponed due to the pandemic. Mm-hmm. So we're not going to go look at back at that list that we talked about because, I mean, we'll end up talking about it a third time next year when those movies do actually come out. Yeah. So um, we're just going to talk about mostly beer this year or this episode. We also can't talk about our summer movie wager because it didn't happen. Yeah. So technically, I'm and still we- the champ. It's <laughs> <laughs> true. Can't, de- can't be dethroned if you don't lose, right? <laughs> <laughs> Two years running. Oh, I know, right? However, we put a pause on it. It's supposed to happen in <laughs> supposed to happen in November, right? It's spo- like all the things were supposed to be released in November, and then yeah, they just kept getting pushed, pushed to yeah. November. <laughs> mm-hmm. yeah. Uh, but yeah, I, I'm looking forward to next year's movies because we're gonna have all of the ones that we were supposed to have this year, plus all the ones that they slated for 2021 that still are coming out. Yeah, uh, I think a lot of those probably get delayed because of yeah. the filming was like uh had to stop because of like shutdowns and stuff right so we'll see we'll see but we should have a wager for sure hopefully this will be uh somewhat cleared up with the vaccine right so if we're not talking about movies and tv shows and stuff what are we talking about we got lots of beer stats to go through nice just do we drink well i know one of us in particular drank more beer than uh, <laughs> humanly, one human should. Awesome. So. <laughs> All right. Uh, um, so let's just go through uh, line by line, I guess, and talk about a number of chickens and then just go down the list. Perfect. Um, so I see here Duke had 583 chickens this year. <laughs> he, he's our, he is our champion. Jeez. <laughs> and that's I'm, that's I'm assuming that's night, a, lot of, <laughs> a lot of flights shared between you and Allison yeah 
so you're drinking uh two well maybe four you'd usually drink more of the beer than she does because she tends mm-hmm. not to like some of the styles but right yeah like two or two to four ounces of beer uh if you ranking. guys go to dinner is it usually at a brewery like uh a- no we try yeah we go to books and brew a lot um we try to go to like a brewery that has food. Uh, for the most part, we'll we'll try to do new places. We're like, does this have a you know? Do they have food or not? Uh, mm-hmm. You know, things like that. Or is there anywhere close to it where we can get food if we're going to go out and do something? So we kind of make it a, a thing to go to breweries for sure. Uh, we had a couple months off where we didn't, which is scary to that number. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> In the 700s? 700s. <laughs> but I, th- I think, honestly, I was at 100 beers before February. Damn. That is cr- that's nuts. Because we went to Zwanzig's in January, and they had 24 beers there on tap. And we got one of everything, you know, like a flight, but one of everything. I uh, We ate an entire extra large pizza because I needed the calories and the sustenance to <laughs> be able to drive us home <laughs> after all that. So well, speaking of that, Zwanzig White Gold Revolver was your first check-in last year. Yeah. I don't remember when like particularly what day we went. I do remember it was January something. I'm right. Assuming. Yeah. It was during playoff football. Cause I remember it was like the bills and Texans, I believe is what the, the game was the, on the TV. The only reason I remember that is there was fucking bills fans here at the, at the bar. <laughs> I was like, we're in the middle of fucking Indiana. How are you a bills fan? <laughs> but yeah, no, like literally it was real easy. Um, just if we go somewhere and be like, all right, we want one of everything. And we did that with Brewlink too. And That's how you do it. Yeah, 21 yeah. beers there, Brewlink. So just go to the places with the most beers and try everything. <laughs> and then do them all. Do them all. Call an Uber. Don't be a little bitch. <laughs> <laughs> Don't drink and drive. Yeah, exactly, kids. Don't drink and drive. If you are going to drink Don't and drive. Uber costs way less than killing somebody or getting locked up yep overnight and the fines yep the fines are the most important part but no like killing people is not as important no not at all but (laughs) right and so that happens every day it does it really it unfortunately really does so Uh, one thousand people at least die from this one disease (laughs) a day yep it happens and so yeah even though we do have that inflated number the 583. I have, you know, more opportunities here to go to, you know, there's more breweries in Indianapolis than there are Fort Wayne. And mm-hmm. uh, since me, you know, my wife and I, Allison and I were both essential workers, we still had to go out into the world. And so I would say that I wasn't afraid of the thing. Obviously, I was because I had it and it sucked. But it it, just felt like 
we're already exposing ourselves to it. There's no reason why we can't help out the smaller breweries that need these sales to keep their doors open. Mm-hmm. And so mm-hmm. I made a trip basically as many times as I can. Basically, it was like Thursdays or Fridays. I would, I would, you know, pick a couple brewery locations and be like, "All right, I want this. I want this. I want this," and then go and, and get those things. And of course, I tried new things. You know, you can't just go to a brewery and be like, "Yeah, can I get your Miller Lite, please?" <laughs> yeah. I'll take the usual. Right, and so yeah, the number is daunting, but and I, I may have gained a little extra weight during the core. But I, I felt like I, it's something I needed to do to help these businesses. I'm, right. I'm doing doing Absolutely. doing my part. I, we even went yeah, to f- right we even went to fields because unfortunately, <laughs> it's, it's, you like. yeah, unfortunately, you know, we don't like them that much. There's a couple beers that aren't bad, but we don't want to see somebody be put out. You know, every brewery is somebody's favorite brewery. This is true. So. Uh, we do what we can to help. I mean, it doesn't help that we drink like 30 beers per place we go to, but whatever. <laughs> yeah. That, that's how you yeah, cause that's how think you know. about it. If somebody has to close their doors, they're going to have to either like start over or more, more likely they're probably just going to have to find a regular job like everybody else. And mm-hmm. and that really sucks because then, you know, their talent. All the people that worked yeah. there, all the people that worked there have to find new jobs too. True. Mm-hmm. Um, so Keith, you only had seventy-seven. Yeah, <clears throat> the lowest of the bunch <laughs> here. Yeah, I only had seventy-seven. I did hit January and February. Um, we did go out quite a bit, and then once it started to roll around in March, um, me it wasn't so much for lack of not wanting to go out. It's like I couldn't go out, uh, being a teacher. That as soon as the March thirteenth, that Friday hit by. Within two days, I had to go everything remote. I don't think I left mm-hmm. the house or ate food much those 48 hours trying to get everything set up and trying to get everything ready to go for remote learning when all that hit. So I really didn't have time. I was up late answering questions in the middle of the night. It's just like it was it was rough. So once that settled down, summertime, I know Pale and I, we went out a couple times to uh, Dot and Line. Um that we got a chance to go out a little bit more and experience mm-hmm. a few of the breweries that just opened up. Uh, but yeah, the smoked red was the first one I had from Summit City Brewers. I still remember that one. It was brand new. I think that was either January or February um, because being a flight club member there, that's where I would get most of my new beers because they're the ones that are continually with their 36 taps, always coming up with something new um, out there. So I do miss going out there and getting some of those flights. Do need to make that a point to go back. But uh, yeah, that's why that kind of trailed off. And then having to work almost like 24 hours a day, I'm like, I really don't want to be drinking too much if I <laughs> feel like I'm on call all the time. So, so that trailed off for me. I mean, you could have used more beer, but you didn't have time to consume it. Exactly. And I the- did go out and... Um, to check out two Toms because God love him. Um, he kept pumping out new beer all the time. Um, so I'm, oh, I was always out buying his beer and then dot and line started canning um, when they opened up and summit city started to can a lot more. So I did go out there, get a bunch of their beer, but that's 
pretty much it. Junk Ditch slowly got around to it, but they're a little too far away. Um, and I had most of their beers. They usually don't come up with something new all the time. So yeah, it's just right. limited options. Yeah. That's Fortunately, you indie folks have so <laughs> much more. Mm-hmm. So I checked in 94 beers. Uh, 93 of those were unique check-ins. And my first beer of 2020 was a Samuel Smith pure-brewed organic lager. And uh, this was like a three-pack variety box that I got for Christmas. Um. Like my, uh, we do a, uh, like a gift exchange or like a secret Santa with Kayla's family. Um, so Kayla's dad drew my name. And so he knew I liked craft beer and, um, so like he basically, he knows me, so he knows what I like. So <laughs> he came across Easy. this, this, uh, Samuel Smith beer that it's supposedly from like overseas, um, over in like, london or or something and uh i was like okay so i mean they're pretty decent beers and then i i check it into untapped and i see like everybody in the world has had these beers before so i'm hmm. like oh i bet they're like distributing to the the u.s so it's not as like unique as i was thinking it was the chocolate stuff's um, really good yeah i really enjoyed that chocolate stuff that was in the pack mm-hmm that I got. Um, they were founded so, in 1758. Wow. Holy cow. <laughs> it's like before, That's why like, like, so many people have had these beers. It's they're, they're <laughs> been checking years old. 1758. <laughs> I think untapped was founded in what? 1802. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Sounds right. <laughs> so yeah. Um, early in the year, I, I was really trying to get to like a thousand check-ins for 2020 and January through March, I was on pace. I was getting like, I was putting 25 check-ins a a month or something. And that's all I really needed was somewhere between like 20 to 25 a month. And I was doing it. And then the pandemic started and then I was working from home and started becoming a homebody. And I was like, uh, maybe I should just, you know, try to limit the amount of times I'm going out in the world. Um, and then also Kayla, not really being much of a beer drinker at all. It became difficult to mm-hmm. continue that pace. And, uh, but I, so I was really excited when I went to dot in line with Keith and, and then we went to, I think might've went a couple other places, but, I'm like, ah, finally I get to break out of the house and go do adult things. All right. So I had 145 check-ins. I came in second place. I thought I was doing pretty good, too. (laughs) Breaking 100. (laughs) Until I heard Dustin's number. (laughs) You were feeling really good until you heard heard Dustin's. Yeah. Uh, I almost made it to 1,000. Uh, on Untapped this year. I mean, I did a thousand total, but not a thousand unique. I'm at like nine ninety five right now, so I'll definitely get there this year. <laughs> um, and 
the issue was I got I, like once a month during the pandemic, I'd go and get like eight or 10, like four packs, but that's only eight or four check-ins. And then I, but I've got 30 beers to drink <laughs> and I'm not going to check each can in. So it helped when I started trading with Dustin, but that's still me drinking all the beers. Cause I don't have anybody here to share them with. Yeah, so I drank a ton of beer, just not a ton of unique beers is mm-hmm. my problem. <laughs> um, and my first one was Two Tom's El Chuchili <laughs> Mole <Kukui>. Style. Kukwe? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Kukwe? Kukwe? And um, I actually just finished the fourth one like a couple months ago. That's a good one. The, got pushed to the back of my fridge, but I was kind of happy that it was still there because like oh yes i love this beer <laughs> it's got like that spicy flavor in it mm-hmm. mexican chocolate or something so good but yeah um and i uh, so yeah 145 check-ins and 145 beers yeah i think the one that the three the of us have place. yeah i think those were beer corrections that was my guess yeah, like when we had a on the show, we're like, no, actually, let's let's fix this rating and check it in again, type of thing. So I don't usually check in multiple beers. Not a fan. And then, <laughs> yeah, oftentimes I'll just edit the old check in. That's that's fair. That way I don't have it on there twice. But um, snaking back around, I'm gonna move on to the top five rated beers for me. Um. I had, well, on the show, we had the Black Acre Beard Tax episode. Yep. I can't believe that was this year. It feels like 19 years ago. Yeah, I know. That's what I was thinking. I was like, that was five years ago. <laughs> that was our It must have been very early. Episode together, right? That we did? That was at my house that I we had all so. those. Yeah, we were. Dustin brought them. Mm-hmm. That was when Dustin had COVID. That's right. And he brought it over. I did. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, but I checked in. Oh, sorry. Go ahead. No, I was just saying. I didn't know that I had it. <laughs> <laughs> you didn't know it was a big deal back in February. The, all the testing really started, wasn't it? Yeah. Yeah. yeah I've heard it a lot of like, people say, I think I've had it. And it was not even a thing. Like they mm-hmm. lost their taste and their smell. And it was like still overseas in like China. And they didn't really know that it was already come, creeping into the States. Mm-hmm. I tell Sarah she was patient patient zero because she had pneumonia back in like November, <laughs> in the end of or like into December. Hmm. Um. But I I checked in the old fashioned one at five, so that was my number one beer last year. And then, uh, do we want to tell all of our number ones, or you just want me to go through all? Uh, go through. Yeah, just go through. Okay. Um. The number two is the Indiana City Cloud Creatures. I checked that in at number f- at a at a five out of five, and that was one of their Doodle Crew beers. But it it was one that I did not get a four pack. I just got a crowler because they ran out of cans. So I um, I don't think I got to share that one with Dustin. You might have had it though if you went to the brewery. I think it sounds familiar. Number three is Summit City's Black is Beautiful. And that I gave a 4.75. And that's one of like 
five or six black is beautifuls that I had, but that one ranked the highest I see. Mm-hmm. I think it's a coffee I think related might one. Coffee or something. Yeah. yeah. Yep. They always do. Mm-hmm. Then number four is Gugman House Peach Vacation 4.75. That was a delicious peach uh, milkshake beer that I think me and Dustin got together mm-hmm. a few months ago and uh, stood in the brewery without touching anything and <laughs> had a couple beers. Yeah, because it was raining. So they're like, yeah, you can stay inside. <laughs> okay. Don't go out and get electrocuted. Yeah. <laughs> then my last beer is the Moontown Anniversary, or Annie 2, which is the second anniversary beer from Moontown Brewing, and I also gave that a 4.75. And I believe Dustin and I had that on a episode of our other podcast, Drinkin' Geek OST. Mm-hmm. So you can get my thoughts on there. So s- snake back to me? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Okay. Uh, I'm going to start at the bottom and go up to the top. Uh, so my lowest one was a toast and jam by Summit City that I find that I've had many many years ago, but finally checked it in in January, and uh, <laughs> I loved it. It was good. Uh, it's it's basically like drinking a toast with like strawberry jam, mm-hmm. with a little bit of coffee mixed in. Don't forget that. It's breakfast oh. in a can. Yeah, there was a little bit of <laughs> One coffee. of my favorite was, beers, yes. Yeah. Uh, then after that, uh, the next one was a Bell's Two-Hearted. Uh, just a good, I think it's a... <laughs> Another beer that's a million years old that you finally got around to check in. Yeah. Probably, yeah. <laughs> that's <laughs> an old one. one. <laughs> the Two-Hearted, yeah, it's really old. That would not rank that high for me. <laughs> and then... The coffee vanilla qualified by Taxman. I bought a four pack at Belmont, I think, early in the year. Mm-hmm. Um, and then a bearded tax s'more, beard tax s'mores by Black Acre. And then Black is Beautiful by Two Toms, where that was just a couple of months ago, I think. Mm-hmm. We did that one. And- yeah, I was just like, you know what? I'm just I can't find anything wrong with it. I wouldn't change anything. I'm going straight five. <laughs> I remember that day. <laughs> the look on your face, you're like, I'm pretty sure this is a five. I can't find anything. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I don't think I've had that one. The two toms, yeah. On that episode, we did two toms, and you guys had. I don't know if you did the Summit City. Yeah, one, it was, it was Summit I City. think we did Summit yeah. City. Yeah. Hmm. Um, on to me. I'll start at the top because there's only one top. Uh, the Black <laughs> Acre, the Beard or Beard Tax. See, you got me saying the Beard Tax now. Beard Tax. Beard Tax. The old fashioned. Oh, that mm, that was amazing. And that's going to be hard to ever top. But um, that one was close. Well, that one is perfection. I'll just mm-hmm. say. It. Um, <laughs> and then moving on, I was in a four way tie with some 4.75s, which means they were almost perfect, but I found something a little bit off on each one of these. Uh, the Founders Imperial Stout, that one was pretty good. The Two Toms Tropinkle Dragon, um, that was just super sweet. That was like drinking juice. And it was pink. <laughs> that was fun. 
Uh, mm. Summit City, the Caramello. Oh, that one was good, too. Anything Summit City, their dark beers is either a 4.75 or a 5. I'm guessing it had caramel, caramel, a caramel stout or something? Yeah, they have a bunch of different variants. So the Carmelo was caramel and marshmallow together. Ooh. Um, so it was the sweet kick of the marshmallow and the caramel mixed in. Oh, my gosh. It was so good. Uh, and then the last one was the Black Acre, the Beer Tax S'mores. So definitely Black Acre got the the tops there. Mm-hmm. All right. My top five, they're not in, in any order because they're all fives. Because they're all fives. Wow. <laughs> yeah. uh, I had, had some good beat. like 10 of them to choose from. <laughs> Jeez. And so I kind of just put the whatever fives, kind of tried to vary things up a little bit. Uh, but the uh, old fashioned was a five. The s'mores was a five, and I figured since you guys also had them on there, that I wouldn't put them on there. At least you, Saf had the old fashioned on there, so I didn't put it on there. Uh, <clears throat> funny story about the toast and jam. Since we don't have Summit City down here, uh, but we do have Quaffon, I decided to put the peanut butter busted knuckle and the strawberry blonde together the six foot blonde and jesus christ is it fucking delicious <laughs> is that a five on your fives list as well uh that or would, would, that would be if that was if that was a beer yeah absolutely all right mm-hmm. so on to my top five uh so the bourbon barrel jonah the barley wine uh bottled up and i think it's 2019 but Barreled in 2020 uh, from Sun King. I gave that a five. Uh, it's barley wine, so it is what it is. It, it burned the entire way down, but it was <laughs> delicious. Uh, the other five, another five, uh, from the brewery called Mirror Twin in Lexington. Uh, there was a stout called the Dead Flower, and it was, again, fucking amazing. um next on list this is probably number one if i did mark you know rankings of my favorites the bourbon barrel aged donuts from sun king that is a jack's donut beer compilation that they made into their sun in the beer and it's the best beer i've ever tasted and then they barrel aged it Mm. which made it even more the best beer i've ever tasted (laughs) Mm. damn yeah uh, on top of that would be the barrel-aged Bitches Bank from 18th Street. <laughs> and so I'm noticing a trend. I know, yeah. I don't, hmm, yeah. Hmm, interesting. Hmm. Uh, and then probably number two on my list, if I were to rank them properly, would be the Dragon's Milk Stoop, Waffle. Had this in New Holland when I went to Grand Rapids. Uh, there's like only a few of us there because it's early, just open. But again, it was during pandemic time and uh, nobody really wanted to go out anywhere. And we wanted to go to Grand Rapids to get weed and drink beer. And they carted me trying to buy weed. So I didn't get any. Mm. I was like, I thought it was legal. What the fuck? They're like, you still need a card. I was like, cool. All right, I'm out. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, I'm not going to argue. I'm not going to arrest it over the shit. <laughs> <laughs> but anyways uh when we went to new holland we ordered one of everything on their regular menu and then they're like all right well we do have these variants from dragon's milk if you want and we're like 
All right. Sure. So we got um, addition, like six additional beers on a flight, and there were all dragon's milk variants, and the Stroop waffle was delicious. I do like Stroop waffles anyways, so it made sense that the beer was also freaking delicious. But yeah, those are unranked, just the top. (laughs) They're all fives. But I mean, I... Since I'm a supporter, I have an ability to pull all my beers out in a spreadsheet. And so I did that and I sorted them. Oh, that's cool. And so I had like 20 beers with like fives on them. I was like, this is going to be tough. But this one, this one, this one, this one, this one. But yeah, bourbon barrel age. Let's go. With Mm -hmm. all your check-ins, I'm surprised they just don't make you the head supporter. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Broken the threshold. He's tasted every beer on untapped. <laughs> we have nothing left to offer him. <laughs> uh, all right. Uh, next section down, follow with the snake. I'm going to do the next little three tiny ones that makes up a section. Um, of all the beers that I did check in, of the 583 of them, uh, there were 110 different styles. So this one is a little wonky, I think, on the styles. Because really, there aren't that many styles of beer out there. Um, unless you break them down into specific categories, then there are. Yeah, according to Un- according to Untapped, there are 215 total styles to choose from. Right, and those are all very different. Like they put the bourbon barrel, uh, rum barrel anything their own little thing that you can possibly say about the beer and it gets split up into different categories so and often people when they add the beer to untapped they don't they just pick whatever style they don't even know yeah right yeah click on something um my top style uh it's because everyone's making a stupid ipa of course is the (laughs) ipa the american ipa Mm mm-hmm um, not the India, the British IPA, but American. I don't know what the <laughs> fucking difference is. <laughs> and this is the telling <laughs> part. I average five beer check-ins per brewery. Pretty much. Pretty close. So I've been to 106 breweries. My gosh. So, yeah, that's about a flight mm-hmm. right there. A flight per, yeah. It's essentially, yeah. yeah. I everywhere I go, I try to go to a brewery. Like went to Bloomington one time. Went to all the breweries in Bloomington, Indianapolis, Grand Rapids, Lexington. I would have had more if we didn't cancel my trip to Asheville, uh, North Carolina in November because of COVID-related. Everyone in my party that was going had COVID, so we didn't go. That number would be north of seven hundred. Jesus, God. You also went on a cruise this year, so I don't know how yeah. much unique beer you had that trip. None. I drank Old Fashions and Guinness. <laughs> nice. Um, and also, you can add one to the breweries because I drank a lot of beers from the my own Casa Brewery. <laughs> Home brewery. Home brewery, yeah. All right, moving on to my pathetically small list. We have... <laughs> 45 style. Why do I have to follow Dustin? Like <laughs> the lowest. You the follow low. Pale the other direction. It's, it's not much. Yeah. Okay. Uh, 45 different styles that I've had. And the top style was the stout 
which they have listed as Imperial or double. Um, so that's what I tend to stick to. Um, the strong stouts. The strong stouts. And the breweries, I only visited 28 was the number I had. So not beside what I said earlier, just the handful of breweries here in town. I think a lot of it was when Dustin came that one time and we did a beer drop off. And I think we had a, a few mm-hmm. from different places and pale had a bunch that he had from other places that he gave me. Um, so very limited there. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I had 50 different styles pretty close to Keith. Uh, and to no surprise, the top style was a New England IPA. I feel like that's like what everybody is doing now. And I went to 40. Is that how many different breweries You've I checked, checked in? in? I would imagine. Yeah, yeah. to checked in. Yeah. It doesn't mean you've been to. Yeah, I definitely haven't been to 41 breweries, but I, yeah, that makes sense. <laughs> I've checked in and 41 were a different brewery. I had 55 styles, 55 different styles. And uh, I also, IPA New England was my top style. And apparently I went to one more brewery or uh, checked in at one more brewery than Pale. So mine is 42. <laughs> the, uh, my top breweries based on um, check-ins or where I've checked in beers were Indiana City with 16, Two Toms with 16, and Deviate with 12. And that's because that's like Dustin and I's mid-meeting point every time. <laughs> nice. Speaking of which, they have a stout that's like a like a toast and jam that I want to try. Oh, nice. Ooh. Yeah, so I'm, I'm going to go over there. It just reminded me because I saw it on those. There's about 10 unique venues for you as well. Yeah, only 10. I, I, those are, those must be the places I actually went. And one of those is untapped at home is cons- counted as a venue. Yeah. Mm. Mm. So I didn't get out much this year. So my top breweries, uh, 18 check-ins to, for two toms, uh, 13 for summit city and eight for dot and line. And I had 14 unique venues. All your top breweries are in Fort Wayne. Yeah. As I say, it's pretty yeah. much the same list for me. So I don't try 21, two toms, 21, two toms, 15 summit cities and nine dot and lines. So just a few more than pale on each of those and only seven unique venues. So cause you were drinking more at those beer or breweries. Yep. All right. Um, these numbers are not indicative of the number of times I've been to these places, but so your, my your bigger flight, yeah. the, the amount of beers offered, the time you went there. Yeah. So Zwanzig's is my number one. Uh, it's an all right place. It's definitely not something that I want to go to all all the time, but it's still the better brewery in Columbus because 450 can suck a dick. Um, and I've had tw- <laughs> 24 beers from there and that's just one visit 24 beers is insane flights people i'm not an alcoholic that much um mm-hmm. the next one on the list this one makes a lot of sense it's sun king 
23. It's definitely not as high as Zwanzig's. I made lots of trips there, but it's mainly go get a crowler or two or a four pack or, you know, whatever. Uh, a lot of the beers, if I were going downtown to do something like pick up beer from like Indiana City, I would always swing by Sun King just to make sure my trip was quote unquote worth it. At least that's what I Plus told you got those. Those uh, four shadow proof beers you bought and hadn't drank yet. <laughs> yes, yeah, so I have a couple yeah. sitting in there. Yeah. And then the next uh, top brewery would be the 21 beers I had from Brewlink, and that was also one visit. So mm. pretty much make it a. If I'm going to go somewhere, and I don't know if I'm going to be going back because a lot of these breweries that are, you know, one timers that have all these beers there's some distance between me and, and that brewery and I want to make sure that I get the full experience while I'm there. Uh, and I have mm-hmm. had 62 unique chickens or unique venues. <laughs> Thank you. Uh, my top venue, however, would be untapped at home out of 80 beers. And that's not even number one out of all of us at 80. Un- at- <laughs> <laughs> And I think because I didn't know that there was a check-in for Untapped at Home for the longest time, I just left it blank. (laughs) Yeah. Uh, Next venue would be Books and Brew. Uh, We, ever since, like, the pandemic happened, we tried to make it uh, a case to go to breweries, like I said. And one of the breweries was the Books and Brew in Noblesville. Especially, you know, they they were pretty close to closing at one point. And so we tried to go like every week to, you know, eat the food there and have at least a beer or two. And so uh, they have a ro- like a rotating taps these days. They get like one or two barrels or something or one or two kegs from whomever distri- distributor. And so it's something new every week for me. Or if I'm feeling squirrely, I'll just get one of theirs while I'm there. So that's 32 check-ins there. And then, of course, the top venues on Ziggs would be the 24 check-ins that I've had there. So you can tell that the Zwanzig's is the 24 beers of Zwanzig beers there. The 32 beers of Books and Brew were not all Books and Brew beers. Otherwise, it would be in the, the list up above. Out of my venues, <laughs> 36 at home. Um, and 11 at Summit City and 7 at Two Toms. So out of my small list of seven venues. Those are the top three. <laughs> uh, for me, 30 at home. Uh, the 20 is at home as well. That's a location I created on Foursquare. And then I... Monkey like, Town? Monkey oh, Town. That's right, you did. You created your own untapped. <laughs> I created it like, you know, I, it was, it's my house. I created it on Foursquare <laughs> app. And then I like... <laughs> able to upload it into like untapped or something and uh so i used that like early in the year and then the untapped at home was like created and i was like oh i'll just start using this um so i kind of got, got away from the monkey town That's and then so it's 50 at home so but, yeah, basically 50 at home and then 13 at summit city well i had 100 beers at home <laughs> <laughs> Uh, yeah you're you're leading a category uh that would leave 45 beers i did not drink at (laughs) or did i I forgot to use that (laughs) uh option Uh, my other two are two toms and deviate both with six and then um 
then my top purchased at would be Indiana City, which I tried to go there as often as possible to support them. Mm-hmm. And that was 15. Then also Deviate again had eight, which is my top venue at six. I don't know how these work. And top purchased is eight. So two of them I got there, but I didn't purchase there or something. Maybe Dustin gave me those two. <laughs> I don't know. Uh, you, um, you bought then, them, but you didn't drink them there. So at okay. the bottom, you, oh, yeah, you said the purchase, but you drank it at home. At, yeah. um, and then uh, I also had eight from Gugman House, which is a awesome brewery it near is. me, sort of near me. Uh, top purchased for me, six, at two Toms, and four from Belmont. And this is a something I don't really... I use very often, so um, yeah, it's going to be show like really low numbers. So. Uh, for me, we have to start using it this year. Yeah, you're so that way we can talk. About it. Yeah. For me, I had twenty-two at two times, fourteen at Summit City, and nine at Dot and Line. I purchased all my beer. <laughs> yeah, I didn't really use this feature either. So two at Indiana well, City, two at St. Joe's, it. and one two times. Yeah, I didn't know about it. I didn't scroll all the way down. <laughs> You're a supporter. You got to use all the options. I know. I know. I know. No, I'm. I'm. I'm, I'm, I'm updating my beer check in now. Yeah, the one that we had on the show. I wish um, gifted from Dustin was an option for my purchase. That. That's <laughs> yeah. so what I would have. Like a. Gifted from Keith. <laughs> Maybe. It would be like through the, through the roof. I'll say, I, I think I led that category then. Yeah. And all that. Because like I scrolled down. I like to do it at two times because he has the little feature on his menu yeah. and you show up at the bottom of recent check-ins on Untapped. So I always throw that one in there so I can make sure I'm on the screen. Like, that's me. Yeah. And to wrap this up, I got myself 511 new badges. Majority of those badges for me taking fucking pictures. Yep. Yep. Because I was like, I'm far behind on you guys. Wow. (laughs) I've I've maxed out on pictures. I can't get any higher. I've been trying to do better about it. And that puts me at a 1658 total. I say I only had 122, which is still the lowest in this category but second overall with uh <laughs> 1204 total badges so you're a player but you just didn't play that much this year <laughs> exactly i had 136 new badges and my total badge count is now 731 so oh, okay 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 i'm dead last Okay. And the badges. <laughs> Dead last. You don't like badges. You don't like badges. Badges don't like me. <laughs> you don't, uh, I you don't use t- all the options. That's the thing. Yeah, I don't do pictures very often. I Descriptions, I've gotten away from that. I some like I don't put like where I'm checking it in at sometimes. I use all the features. I got 245 new badges. And um, 1,152 total badges. Uh, I'm about to max out the photo thing, I think, too. So then I'll be with Keith. 
I just like to use the photo thing because since we have it linked to Twitter, so when I throw something yeah. up, I just don't want a random description. I want a picture of beer mm-hmm. you know, so people can Ooh. see it. Good idea. Uh, I don't know if we want to look at these links or wrap it up. Oh, it's pretty long right now. It feels like it. Oh, these links are global. They're not specific to us. So, Exactly. This is just the untapped. And a lot of it is places we're not even, um, we don't even have the option to go to. Like right. Helsinki. <laughs> Brewdog has the most check-ins. Wow. Overall, Brewdog. Their punk IPA uh, is uh, very popular. Founders here, Nevada Stone, New Belgium, Bells. Bells at number nine. That's good. Represent. We had them on the show. Mm-hmm. These are all the guys that can distribute is what this looks like. Treehouse doesn't. Exactly. I know that, but they are they are one of the most Very coveted. Popular. Well, they don't distribute themselves. Free. They People trade for, on Instagram and shit like the same way 450 yeah. is. They, they have that. Yep. They make you pay for the distribution and they don't have to do it. Yep. I think that's a different brew dog than it's, it's the not. one in Indiana. It's not. No, it's the same. It's the same. Brew dog is a Scotland company that set up shop in has uh, Columbus. Two or three. Yeah. Yeah. Oh. They're, yeah. They're from Alderdean and they set up shop in Columbus and then built that hotel in Columbus and then they set up a little shop in South Indy. Oh, okay. One of my not know that, one of my least favorite breweries in Indianapolis. <laughs> they have <laughs> on the top uh, beers of the year. They have two beers on the top ten: the Punk IPA and Elvis Juice. I do like Elvis Juice, though. It's one of the ones I've had, but it. I don't know. There, I think another um, unnamed podcast kind of ruined it for me because <laughs> he pretty much changed yeah. his branding to. Brewdog related stuff. It's just like, come on, man. Just, I think they have fine beer, though. Uh, yeah, I, that guy annoys me, though. Yeah, I, I, they might, they do have fine beer, but the only other time, like every time I've been there, it was not a great experience for me going there. I only ever picked up beer there. I've never actually, yeah, like, been inside. I went there. I think a couple times. Um, one time I did pick up from there is is okay, because the you know it was just the brewers and stuff talking to me, not mm-hmm. all this the waitresses, but I don't know it wasn't that great of an experience for me, but it's exciting to see you know a brewery that we have the availability to get to is super popular in the world next to like Guinness and Guinness is not craft, so it it's Punk IPA is the number one rated craft beer in the world. It's nice to see that like Anheuser Busch isn't on here or something. Yeah, Miller Lite is what? What? <laughs> Who the fuck is checking okay. in light beers? I mean, Goose Island's yeah, on there too. Have- Aren't they owned by Miller? Yeah, yeah. A lot of those are owned by some of the bigger companies, but it's all about distribution. So, yep. I know, but the people who are drinking those things aren't the people who are on Untapped. So why the fuck are they checked in? It's true. That is true. With that being said, I'm pretty sure I, I checked some- in uh, Miller Lite a long time ago. 
I, I, I'm pretty sure I have, but I think some people use untap just to count how many beers they had. So they'll chuck, check in Miller light six times in one night just to yeah. know that they drank that or they had six beers. Very white person thing to do is count your beers. I had like five <laughs> Miller lights. I had two Jaeger bombs. <laughs> <laughs> Wasn't this whole episode just us talking about counting our beers? <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, oh shit! Skin skin check. I'm pretty sure we're all white, so it was a very white person thing to do. <laughs> I guess. Yeah. yeah, I don't know. It's but Miller Lights. Come on now. But no, it's it's definitely interesting. Um, I it's very eye opening. I'm pretty sure I just discovered I have a problem. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, I think you have the opposite of a problem. No, it's a good problem to have. Love Is it, it a problem if you've never been pulled over for a DUI? DUI? Like, you don't drink and drive, you don't you never pass out or puke in, in the places you go to. Uh, it's I, all, like, very responsible. Yeah, there's only, like, a couple times that I have felt very irresponsible when going out, because I absolutely hate being drunk. Like, I have like so much guilt the next day. I absolutely mm-hmm. hate it. And so a lot of the times there's pacing. There's a lot of water involved. There's always going to be a pretzel, always going to be food involved with these places. So no, I don't think that I, I don't think I have a problem. It's really, it'd be really tough to convince me that I'm an alcoholic mm-hmm. uh, because I don't feel like I'm putting anybody in danger or maybe my checkbook. But like <laughs> if, if I didn't, if I didn't think I could do it, I wouldn't be doing it. So, yeah. And you said a lot of these, you go and get a flight. So it's yeah. like a little five ounce of everything. So, right. It's just it's. Which is, I see people that go and get, you know, three, four, 16 ounce drafts, all mm-hmm. these pints. Yeah. It's like, how can you put down that many? Like, right. I mean, it does add up. But uh, if I'm thinking, yeah. what, the 24 beers from Zwanzig's. Uh, they're five ounces per, let's see, was it 24 times five divided by 16? That's like four beers. No, it's seven, seven and a half beers. We were there for, well, I, I was thinking you, oh, you drink split, a half yeah, of yeah, that. yeah, 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 yeah. Split, yeah. split in half, round up because some of those are IPAs. You drink more of it. <laughs> you drink most. Yeah. That's, that's, that's essentially four beers and a four hour yeah. window with, a large pizza and a basket of mm-hmm. breadsticks, whatever, you know, that's, and that was the only place we went to on that trip. So it's not like we went, you know, then went to four fifty after that or something. Yeah. I probably would have vomited with their, sh- no, probably wouldn't have felt good <laughs> drinking their water of beer. Yeah. Yeah. Their water slushies. So we're up drinking those slushies or slurpees or whatever the hell they're called. Yeah. I don't know. Uh, but yeah, no, it's definitely interesting. Uh, big fan of beer, big fan of craft beer. Um, every place that I've gone to, I felt super safe going to. Uh, they're all like everybody's there is super interested in safety because they want to keep their doors open, mm-hmm. right? They don't have the the rebellious person who's saying, "No, we're fucking going to serve no matter what." You know, they want to keep their doors open. They're, you know, I call I say that. You know, owners of breweries are more liberal than most business owners. And that may or may not be true, but 
they're doing whatever they can to keep their doors open. They are doing what they can to keep money coming in and, you know, taking care of your patrons and making sure everything is safe and following the, those protocols is a way to make that happen. And it just, I just feel safe going to those places. And so, yeah, I was going to say, uh, craft beer drinkers are usually not your Trump people that are like, I'm not going to wear a mask. You can't make me. And mm-hmm. they're more liberal. They'll, they protect themselves. Right. So I feel safer going to a brewery than like the grocery store. Right. And don't get me wrong. I've seen idiots at breweries. I've seen them. They're everywhere. Yeah. They're, yeah, yeah, they're but everywhere. But the majority of the time, it's, it's, it's typical. Yeah. Yeah. Well, it was a good year for beer. So mm-hmm. I hopefully 2021, we at least us three will have more options <laughs> to go mm-hmm. out. Dustin, I'm sure, is cleaned house everywhere. So <laughs> we have I mean, a chance to come back in 2021. <laughs> We're all even right now. That's yeah, true. Yep. We've all had one beer this year. We're all one beer in, yeah. So, all right. Let's wrap this up and uh, look forward to 2021 beers. For sure. 221 beers. <laughs> Challenge accepted. Uh, until next time. Drink up. Drink up. <laughs> and, and geek, geek, geek out. out. And geek, 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 geek out. Oh, Dustin's frozen. Oh, frozen. Out. <laughs> out. <laughs>